very exciting Apple event today. I uh, I started by watching the live stream. You're going to share this information? I am. I'm going <laughs> to tell on myself right now. I So <laughs> I thought I was like a few seconds behind because I didn't understand what Joe was talking about when we were like posting about it. <laughs> it turns out I was actually a few months behind because I was watching the June keynote because I didn't actually look. I just clicked on the first thing that was on Apple's events page, which was not the live event. <laughs> it was, in fact, the recording of the WWDC keynote, I believe. Um, but once I switched to the actual <laughs> stream, uh, I mean, luckily, the beginning of every event is a bunch of stuff that nobody cares about. Yeah. And uh, this one, although they did start pretty quickly with the watch, but there were still 10 minutes that you... Which is... And did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, because it's always a big commercial at the beginning and... Yeah. Throughout. <laughs> um, so, I guess our main... Well, uh, first we'll say you won the draft 2-1. to one. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a, like a stereotypical soccer match where yeah. a whole lot is going on. We're bad at these. Like, as a percentage Definitely. of... Picks, like, we're doing awful. So the only pick I got is that the iPhone 10 2017 is out of the lineup. Um, you got both uh, new watch bands and old bands are compatible with uh, this year's watches. Yeah. And the uh, watches were the first thing introduced. Um, and uh, they follow the topic that everything's going to follow, which is that this was a very expensive keynote. Yeah. I was dismayed to find that watch prices have gone up. So I own a Series 3 currently, and I was planning on buying a Series 4 and then making my current Series 3 be my sleep watch <laughs> so that I could retire my Series, uh, my original Apple Watch, which we refer to as Series 0. I don't know if anybody else does that. Yeah, they probably. Do. Probably, yeah. Um, and I figured it would cost about the same as my Series 3 did last last year, I guess. Yeah, it does not. <laughs> it's like, because it's like $70 more or so, or maybe more. I don't know. It ended up at $399, and I'm pretty sure it was like $340. I don't even know. But it seemed like a lot more. And I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll switch to stainless this year. No, I will not. Yeah, because stainless is now starting at $699. <laughs> Yeah, five ninety nine. I think for well for I'm so I'm uh, thirty eight yeah, millimeter slash forty millimeter now um, person because <laughs> I have itty bitty hands. Um, so uh, for the last couple of years, they had the uh, series one, which was uh, retconned hybrid between the series zero and series two. It had sort of a mix of parts from each of them. Um, that went away this year, and last year's Series 3 became the entry model, but at higher price points than the Series 1 after two years its way down mm. to. So there's no longer, you know, the uh, uh, 199 watch. Yeah, which kind of sucks for anybody who was hoping to either get, you know, my first Apple Watch or upgrade their Series 0. 
<laughs> to a series two or something that would be cheap now it's it's all very expensive it seems like a trend uh, apple will only make very expensive products now um very expensive watches very expensive phones although i'm uh, part of the apple upgrade program so i the the, <laughs> the actual cost of the phone is, is almost irrelevant to me um all right because it's disguised at a monthly payment Correct, and I don't have to make all the payments because I only have to make 12 of them, so... Right, and you're just going to be indebted to them forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there were some good things with the uh, watch, but, which is why we're upset that it's more expensive. You yeah. Know, we don't just want yeah. it for its own sake. Um, Remember the uh, commercials in, like, the 80s and 90s that were, like, I've fallen and I can't get up? Oh, they well, still have them. And they are oh, of they? the same production quality, I nice, assure you. Nice, I don't watch <laughs> commercials anymore, so I haven't seen them. No, do you know what it um, is? Uh, so um, the way I use my Apple TV is that I use my cable credentials to sign into like the channel apps. But when mm -hmm. you do that, um, their ad server keeps showing you the same ad. Nice. And sometimes it's like for the life alert bracelet. So you see that I fall and I can't get up commercial like, yeah. 11 times if you're binging something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is actually even better than that because it, so they built in fall detection, which is already kind of cool. And if you fall, if it knows you've fallen and you can't, and you haven't moved for like a minute, it will actually call 911 for you, right. which so, is nice. So first it, uh, it detects a specific, a specific type of fall that isn't like a, a stumble or like a banana peel type fall. <laughs> um, right. Um, and, you know, they went over like what the what your wrist motion is for these and how they can tell them apart. Um, but if you do uh, the one that looks like a real fall, um, it'll prompt you to call 911 and it doesn't automatically do it unless your wrist is idle for a full minute, which implies right. unconsciousness. Right. You've knocked yourself the hell out, which as kind of a fainter, like that's, you know, and somebody who has, I haven't fallen down the stairs in my current house yet, but I fell down the stairs several times in my old house. It helps that the stairs, much as I hate this feature, the stairs are carpeted in this house. <laughs> so they're a little bit less slippery. Um, and just impossible to clean. Yeah, so I oh, you have people. people. I do, I do. <laughs> I pay. <so. laughs> I pay. I I have solved that problem with money, um, which is why I have less free floating cash for new Apple watches. Yeah. But I'm gonna have to. I, I feel like I'm gonna have to fit it in because that's that and like the um, the echocardiogram feature is is really and like so I don't have any known heart problems. And I don't particularly... But this I'm could not, discover like, some. Well, maybe. <laughs> um, although, funnily, every now and then on my watch, ever since I installed HeartWatch, <laughs> I'll get a notification mm -hmm. that's like 41 beats per minute. I'm like, oh, I guess I died a little bit. <laughs> like, I don't think that's accurate. That number does not sound alive, no. <laughs> it, seems, it seems a little low. Like, sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, it went to 105. When, and I'm like, well, yeah, I went up the stairs or something like that. I don't know. Or, or I was looking at Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I read Facebook. <laughs> I set my alert uh, threshold to uh, 100, which is um, very low for like what mine spikes to, you know, for exercise or whatever, because I'm just curious, you know, to see what yeah. happens. And it's always, you know, like I read something that worked <laughs> me up because it only yeah. goes off if um, it doesn't have accelerometer data, because right. otherwise it assumes you're exercising. Um, but yeah, this one adds a echocardiogram. Um, and 
in sort of a, a chicken and egg kind of thing, um, a happy side effect of this is so to uh, uh, perform one of these manually, you put a finger from your other hand on the crown of the watch. So, you know, it can get a, a full, uh, you know, body loop of uh, resistance to test. Mm -hmm. um, and to do that, the crown has to be metal again, which yeah. means there's less room for the plastic red dot. Which is fantastic. I mean, it's still red. So yeah. now there's a red ring, right? Which is not, and it's awesome. And but... it's black on the non-cellular ones, and that looks like good. <sighs> like it, it looks actually so looks good. good. Like not even <laughs> as a compromise. Like if you designed it like that, that would be like a good choice. <laughs> it would. I wish that it were like that on my Series C. And yeah. So these Series three, the Series threes are going to stick out like in a bargain bin, like so badly because of this very not right now yeah i i have a watch dot on mine um so it's black but it's not quite big enough so there's a tiny like one millimeter red ring around my black dot which mm -hmm. is still not good and yeah. i hate it and you presumably can't dot this one because then it would block right it would you know which is a cool feature that I definitely want to use just to, you know, see how my heart's doing. Yeah. <laughs> In, indulge my inner hypochondriac, develop one if I don't. Yeah, and apparently um, there are um, degrees of this where if it detects a very slight one, that can be indicative of just a clot somewhere um, rather than an actual heart problem. You know, so it's, you know, there's, it, it's a great thing to have. Um, and they did, you know, cart out some medical professionals on stage and did get proper certification in the U.S., at least, uh, other countries right. pending. Yeah, FDA approved, which is nice. It's kind of funny now. This is like the ultimate grandparent watch. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but Too bad they don't have the iPhone to pair it. <laughs> yeah, they don't really use that much technology. Like, I don't have any grandparents left, but, like... So my parents are pretty... My parents would insist that they're grandparent age and they ought to be grandparents. Well, uh, yeah, and, and my parents are because I have sibling progeny. Right, and you, you know, aren't totally decided against children like I am, um, but I super am. Uh, oddly enough, my twin brother, who is the exact same age as I am because that's how twins work, does not get the same amount of shit about having... about where my grandchildren that I do. <laughs> little bit of uh, internalized sexism in my family. <laughs> I don't see why that's my job. But um, yeah, it would be actually really good. Uh, in fact, uh, Eli from Touch Arcade was posting on Mastodon um, that his, I think it was his uncle or maybe his great uncle, actually died because he fell. Uh, he took a fall in his garage and nobody knew and he just died. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So it would it would help prevent that kind of death. So, yeah, you know, that market exists for a reason. They do save lives. Yeah, and I mean, I'm kind of a fainter, and yeah. <laughs> I've fallen down the basement steps in my old house at least once, and there were all kinds of things. In fact, I could have I could have easily brained myself and died when I fell down just the uh, regular steps to go from the first floor, to as opposed to the basement steps. I don't know why I'm explaining this. Because <laughs> I could have... Um, whammed my head on a windowsill that was right there i almost did because i was <laughs> it, i want to blame the cat um because he was going down the stairs ahead of me and i was looking at him because he's real cute 
And I missed a step and I just like collapsed into a heap on the landing. So anyway, what we're trying to say is we really, really want the new watts for a lot of reasons. Um, but depending on the model you want, it's at least $100 more. Yeah, it's a real bummer. And yeah. I'm probably going to suck it up and buy it anyway. But I'm definitely not upgrading to stainless. Yeah, I'm going to keep stainless because I was a fool and got it last time and now I'm mm. addicted to how fancy it looks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that it looks fancy, but my watch is fine. It's fine. Well, at least it's consistently kept the fact that the stainless uh, 40, now 4 millimeter is the price of two entry-level 32 <laughs> slash 40. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we also... Um, I really like the new, one of the new Hermes bands is so pretty and it's pink, but I continue not to be made of money. Yeah, like so. the bands are like $1,000 or $600. Yeah, I'm going to probably just get like one that I will never use because the the aluminum um, Series 4 really does not come with any bands that I actually want. Uh, yeah, so you're going to be spending money slapping leather bands on it. Well, just the one. They do have a peony pink band now that's really pretty, and I'm going to get the matching phone case. <laughs> yeah, similarly, I'm excited about the new Forest where that's available in leather loop yeah. and phone case. It's really nice. Um, I do wish that uh, the uh, iPhone 10 cases would work with a 10s, but they do not, apparently. Or at least Apple's not admitting it. I wonder yeah. if anybody has tried that yet. Um who had hands-on access. Oh, you mean if they took their uh, phone? Yeah, order. pulled their case off and gave it a... Because I don't, I don't think I, we saw any reason why they shouldn't. I mean, yeah. obviously the max I roll. I, I don't know if you could hear me rolling my eyes just then, <laughs> but I rest assured. I'm just going to keep saying plus. I can't stop you me. Know, I think I think that should be our standard. Um, <laughs> so obviously the plus model won't fit in the same case, yeah. but I didn't... It didn't look physically different to me. Uh, I guess the SIM tray is different, but your watch does... I mean, your your case doesn't care about that. Yeah, so it should be fine. Or maybe mm. it's not. Maybe they moved something. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they slightly moved the buttons or something. Well, so, well, uh, so the 6S was thicker than the 6, but they did consider those cases compatible with each other. Um, mm. And if, But if you put a 6... Per, uh, a case purchased during the 6 era on a 6s it did feel kind of like it was you know a little too snug hmm. so i but i don't think they actually got thicker this time so i don't know maybe hmm. maybe just because they dropped the 10 from the lineup that's the only reason it doesn't list it on the site but they do for other stuff so i don't yeah, know yeah whatever don't know. we'll just have to uh, wait and because because you want your uh, you want to use your dark Aberdeen case still. Yeah, isn't and it I, like completely black by now? Um, actually, not really, because I have only been wearing leggings, which have no pockets ah. for the <laughs> for a really long time. Ever since I moved here, for sure. So it actually um, it's a little bit black, like around the edges where I hold it. But uh, other than that, it's it's uh, it looks it looks no blacker than it did on the day it arrived, which was. Kind of black a little bit um 
but I also have a pink leather case. Um, and the peony pink is really pretty, but I also like the lighter pink one. And I forget what that pink is called. But it was um, last already... year's pink, the discontinued It pink. was. It was last year's pink. Um, and I was like on the fence about buying the matching watch band for last year's pink because I wasn't positive mm. that the bands would still be compatible. So now last year's pink is gone from Apple's website, but other retailers still have it. And I'm like, do I want to buy it? But what's the point if it won't match my phone case? Because I all of a sudden I care about that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, and they did add uh, a stainless gold option, um, and they got rid of the ceramic edition. Um, that was but ugly anyway. Um, yeah. There is no more rose gold. The right. only rose well, gold was... product left is the MacBook. Right, but that was true last. Uh, oh, yeah. well, didn't they still have the Series 2 in rose gold? No, because they didn't keep selling the Series Oh, they didn't have aluminum? Ro hmm. No, they kept selling the Series 1, but they offered it in new gold. Hmm. Because I've definitely... Uh... Well, yeah, rose gold watches do exist, but they were from uh, 2016. Yeah, maybe I saw them on, like, some other retailer, like, yeah, like Target or Best something. Or... or in a non-updated <laughs> um, stock photo or something on, on a retailer. I don't know. That's Yeah. I really like the... I miss the rose gold era, which was two years long. <laughs> it's a fantastic color. It's a really good pink. I know, and it was so pretty, and I loved my, my rose gold. Uh, that was my 6S, I yeah. believe. Yeah, because I did not have a 6. Did I? I don't know. <laughs> no, I think I, 5S, 6S, 7. Right, because that's when you got on the upgrade. Indeed. Uh, speaking of the upgrade program, so... So we'll uh, switch over to the phone now. <laughs> Which yeah. was the only other thing in the keynote, by the way. Right? Um, like we thought there might yeah. be more and there super wasn't. Yeah. That's why we got so few points because we were expecting other stuff. Well, you were, I lost points well, for other. Tr true. I just true. made bad iPhone picks, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, so long time listeners and, uh, short time listeners who know about Apple, <laughs> um, will recall that the iPhone 10 last year came out in like, we didn't get those until like November. Um, so those of us on the upgrade program who were obsessively checking our eligibility found that we would be eligible for an upgrade on the 27th of September, but these phones come out on the 21st. <laughs> so, um, we, so, uh, our friend Brian and I, uh, made an extra payment in advance to get us to the point where we would be able to turn in our phones probably there's a perfectly reasonable process for that during pre-order but like we weren't willing to chance it right <laughs> so um so we did the, and you have to call you have to call the bank that issues the upgrade program loans Ew. and and yeah right because their website doesn't have any it has a link that says make a payment but if you click on it it will only let you change your payment method and then, because it, it, it's like, no, only only auto pay. <laughs> we have no UI for right. making payments. <laughs> so you have to actually call a human, which is kind of a bummer. Um, so hopefully that will go smoothly. Uh, of course, we upgrade program people still have the thing where we can pre-pre-order. So you like configure your phone and then you just log in and say, yes, that um, on the day of, hopefully. Yeah, turns out when you go through all that, it doesn't really check that against inventory that's oh no that's just to see how much the loan would be and just make sure that's a 
Yeah, you still need yeah. to um, wake up at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> on the East Coast. In fact, you should probably, you know, 2.55 is usually when I set my alarm. And then you start, yeah. you know, refreshing the App Store app for... Yes, um, and we gave this tip video. last year, so we'll give it again this year. Um, on your current phone, favorite the one you want. Um, whether you're in the upgrade program or not, um, you know, do that step too. Um, and do it through the phone because that tends to wake up faster. Um, and also it can detect that this is the phone you want to replace and skip it. Yeah, although I, I did successfully skip all of those steps doing the pre-pre-order last year and it was actually super nice and super fast. And then I separately, in a separate transaction, bought my case because mm -hmm. that yes. they usually don't run out of cases. <laughs> right, yeah, I did and multiple maybe... orders as well, which was yeah. a pain in the ass when I um, went to pick my stuff up because that mm -hmm. meant they had to fetch multiple order numbers because mm -hmm. like my stuff wasn't grouped together by like person. <laughs> yeah. But whatever, um, <laughs> not, not a problem, just a thing that Right. Oh, and also, if you are thinking of getting on the upgrade program this year and hadn't prior, you can do the pre-authorization stuff for that now. Yeah, and you definitely should, because yeah. um, it, it gives you a better chance of getting the phone that you actually right, want. Right, because you don't um, want to wait for that automagic credit check at 3 a.m. No, 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 goodness no. Um, yeah, and uh, so as far as your configuration options... Yep. <laughs> we have uh we have 512 gigs now uh, as an option on the 10 s and s plus um 10s max is such a terrible name it sounds like tennis it sounds like tennis match it does it's real bad and and they're so they did that <laughs> whole thing like well what's bigger than plus it's max and i'm like no i'm not giving that to you yeah and no. mac and also um max is an absolute like, right. It states you can't go even more bigger than that. Not that they would necessarily do so, but you know, it's just absolutionist and it's just unnecessary. Right. It's, and, I don't like it. And also, my cat's name is Max, and he <laughs> is the largest one. And I will send you pictures of him asking for food when you use his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I should do that too. Send people pictures of your cat. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, and but uh, so interestingly, one thing that Phil Schiller said was that now the processor can address 500 gigabytes. And I'm like, that's not usually how storage works. So there were like file system limits for FAT32. Yeah. Um, which I don't I don't know if there were for NTFS or if it was just like so unbelievably high that it'll be a while before we get there. Um, the... Well, NTFS does have a limit, but it's just a Okay, um, which is a lot. And so... But incidentally, FAT32 did not have the 32-bit limit. It was lower than that. Right. And he, <laughs> or, like... or it was like, or it was like, you could do the four um, uh, gigabytes or terabytes, but like a single file could only be two gigs. Yeah, that yeah. was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, the bad old days. But anyway, but anyway. so what... What was what was weird was that, I mean, it's been a while since, you know, like addressing it. Like it's not RAM. Yeah. So the thing about this is that it, uh, Apple does make their own storage controller. So my theory is that 
since they designed the whole widget, they can decide that if there is a performance saving to be had by only making, you know, a 15-bit controller or whatever, hmm. you know, they can because they know they are only making 256 gig phones. I don't know. Um, and also there were 512 gig iPads prior to this fall, so... Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I But also, those are the ones that had the X processor in it, so those were a different line anyway, so I guess that's a different storage controller. I don't know. Eh. It, it was just a very weird thing for him to say at all. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, and of course, there are the colors. Uh, gold, which I guess is a less weird gold this year than it was in previous years. Um, I've seen some photos where it looks really nice. I've seen other photos where it doesn't look that great. Yeah, but most importantly, it's stainless, shiny gold, so it's not matte finish, so it yeah. should look better anyway, or at least more premium. Yeah, although I'm totally just getting space gray. Hmm. Oh, it's going to be finicky. Right. Although so. this is also um, the first uh, incident we have where you can have something with a gold body and um, any of the uh, bezeled plastic crap that has to show up around the camera housing. Um, are black instead of white yeah which looks way better yeah. like a million times uh, even as somebody who used to buy white iphones it looks better yeah the uh 10s plus <laughs> um is an obvious insta buy for anyone who went down from the 7 plus to the 10 regular because there only was a 10 regular but right. other than that the uh Internal upgrades, I mean, yeah, the processor is, you know, probably 2x faster, but iPhones have <laughs> long since not been exactly limited <laughs> by the CPUs. Um, or um, they didn't specify how much RAM is in it. They never do. The last ones right. had three, so presumably these will have four, or um, maybe they'll have three and four, depending on the size. I don't know. Um, Ooh, that's one way to piss me off. <laughs> so moving from the 10 to the 10s non plus is <sighs> at this point only a processor upgrade like the camera's got some new glass but i don't think they were fully updated the megapixel yeah. count didn't go up if i weren't on the upgrade program i probably wouldn't bother yeah uh, i mean especially since last year that would have implied that you spent you know twelve hundred dollars right so, you know, it, it, it's interesting, you know, that this very expensive upgrade is so minor. Yeah, one of the other um, former app.net people that I follow on Mastodon um, pointed out that what he would like to do is buy a refurbished iPhone 10, but you can't do that from Apple. There aren't any, which is curious. Like They might think... show up later. Maybe. Um, it's probably worth watching for if you can't stand the thought, like yeah. you're going to pay full price. And, and certainly really check carriers and Best Buy. Right. Especially yeah, Best case. Buy. Because... Mm. Yeah, because there's no, like, super compelling reason to prefer the 10S over the 10 regular. Although I guess 10R is the, the 10 regular this year. Um, and also, I should point out, the 6S seemed like it was a minor update, but that uh, snuck Touch ID 2 into the universe, and that was a night and day difference. 
Yeah. In fact, sometimes I was like, touch ID is too fast now. Right. Because you got used to reading notifications while it was authenticating. Yeah. Yeah. And I do kind of wonder if I'm going to, although I doubt it, but it would be kind of funny if I felt the same way about the new face ID, which is also supposed to be faster. Right. So we'll see if it crosses, you know, whatever of line there is before it becomes frictionless. Um, Mm. And unfortunately, I didn't, uh, the reason we didn't tie in the draft is because they didn't mention if Face ID supports landscape yet. Yeah, do we know? Has anybody tried? Yeah, I haven't seen anything. Hmm. Yeah, that would be really nice because I feel like that would very possibly solve the I'm lying in on my side in yeah. bed and I would like to authenticate to my phone because it interprets that like positionally relative to the earth. Well, no, <laughs> no, landscape. it, it, it considers it according uh like your face relative to the phone but i don't think you hold your phone perfectly perpendicular hmm. face you you probably have your phone according to gravity but your face yeah and also down. like i've experimented with it and there is a hard cutoff at exactly 45 degrees of face hmm. so you know it is something they could address you know but they like put a hard limit in up the face is at 49 degrees nope (laughs) yeah it'd be nice to have though also (laughs) it'd be nice if i didn't have to pull my chin out from under the covers well that's never (laughs) i know (laughs) my chin yeah um so um yeah you mentioned the other phone the iphone 10r and the r is for regular they didn't specify I don't know. No, they didn't. I'm just assuming. Yeah. So this is another um, iPhone 5C scenario. Um, right. And like the iPhone 5C, it's hella expensive. This is not a low cost option. It is a lower cost option. Um, so you said in uh, last week's episode, or someone did, uh, did like, um, you know, saying like this phone is like for like the regular rich people instead of the super rich. Like it's just... <laughs> Yeah. Because it starts at $749. Now, um, contract-free iPhones have always started at $649. Hmm. So it's already, you know, $100 above that. Now, granted, it is the plus size. Um, but it has a worse screen in terms of DPI than prior plus models. So it's 2X instead of 2.9-ish X. Um. <laughs> And compared to the 8S Plus, which shuffled down the lineup by $100 this year, um, kind of hard to tell which is the better buy. So, like, you might as well just watch for sales on either of them to see if one ever becomes, you know, free or $100. Yeah. You know. I mean, I guess unless you just have to have one of the colors, which are blue, nice enough blue. Yeah. Product red, red, which is also nice enough. Uh, coral, which is a not nice enough pink. No, it is the new salmon. <laughs> I think there was uh, silver and black, space gray and silver, I think. Yeah. And then yellow. And it's not a good yellow. No, it's a super bad yellow. Yeah. Like, I think the 5C yellow was better. And I think that was a bad yellow, too. It was also a bad yellow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and they had those weird um, cases with the holes in them, which right. I kind of dug that aesthetic at the time. Yeah, that was but... kind of cool. But I had a 5S, so... Right, because you bought the good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for... So I have a... I have family that are on, you know, many generations old iPhones. 6N, 6S, both plus sizes. 
Um, and honestly, I don't know whether to recommend the 10R or the 8S to them as a successor. You know, other than, you know, just watch, just watch for deals is like, I guess my only recommendation. So Face ID is really nice in cold climates because you don't well, that's have to true. You don't have to take your gloves off. Or have the thumbless gloves like we did for so many years. Like Right. Ugh. <laughs> or remember those stickers you could get with a uh, yeah, allegedly unique thumbprint? Um, they super weren't. I, <laughs> <laughs> I I put a new one on my on a different pair of gloves and I, I didn't set it up and it authenticated. Oh, no okay. So yeah, they were all the same print. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were probably different, but not nearly different enough. Um, so <laughs> that, <laughs> that was unfortunate. But actually, now that I think about it, this is great because I can replace, I had some flip mittens, which were, they were nice Ugg mittens, but the, because they were meant to use, um, well, I guess I would still need that if I wanted to interact with my phone. Yeah. Because it's true that I can authenticate, so I can use Apple Pay or whatever without touching my phone, but if I wanted to, like, do anything else, ugh, boo. <laughs> yeah. And ironically, during mitten season, Apple Pay on the watch becomes the less convenient one because it's all buried. Although, on the other hand, um, you can just get regular capacitive gloves, which uh, are right. fine. And or, I mean, depending on the particular glove, they range from terrible to fine. Yeah, they have various degrees of sense. But yeah, so the uh, the 10R comes in at 749. Um, the 8 plus, or, or the 8 not plus at 64 gigs shuffled down to 699. So we're still above that 649. Mm. Um, and the lowest cost iPhone is the 7 not plus 32 gigs, which is not enough because they stuck to 16 for too long. So even 32 yep. is um, an insufficient floor. Um, so that's 449, which occupies the former SE's price slot, and the SE is down. Right. Which is kind of a bummer for some people who were really clinging to that smaller form factor. Right. It wasn't even about... a, yeah, not about price. They didn't care about anything else. And yeah. there are people like that. Um... And I feel for them, and it's frustrating. Yeah. Maybe they can make a 10RS. The S is small. <laughs> the the 10P for, for petite. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Patent pending. <laughs> Apple, you have to pay me. No, they don't. They won't. Um, and they also won't make that phone. So, yeah, it's everything expensive. And then, you know, after this, they had um, the environmental segment to eat up time because they only introduced one and a half products. Oh in a 90-minute keynote. I totally zoned out for that whole thing. Like, oh, they're very recyclable and yeah. whatever. I don't care. So they they uh, reiterated their lies about being 100% um, uh, green energy, which is incorrect. They are... Um, they're buying offsets, and we all know it. Right, and they admit that. You know, they are net energy um, neutral, but they are not 100% green energy. Doesn't um, count. Um, they went over the successor to Liam, the disassembly robot. Called oh my god, the, I super don't care about that. They called the successor his sibling, but I think he was actually reassembled into it. Hmm. And they don't both come <laughs> <Gruesome. exist>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horror film. You know, so this robot, what it does is, um, 
it says, you know, it's about being green, but iPhones don't end up in landfills. What this robot does and what it did when it was introduced is it takes your own iPhone and it refurbishes it without using employees and then sells it into um, third world markets at a profit to Apple. Because right. they get to sell the same phone <laughs> twice. And if you look at their trade-in values for anything, they are half the fair market value in uh, oh, yeah. the developed world. Apple is all about uh, making a profit. Hence, yeah. everything is very, very expensive. Um, and if you trade in things that like aren't for sale, like sometimes the best offer is, well, we'll recycle it for you for free. <laughs> yeah. Like I looked up my 2009 iMac and it was like, well, we won't charge you for it. Yeah. The only time I used advantage, uh, took advantage of that, though, was when I gave them a bunch of swollen batteries from uh, mm. 2008 era Mac Pros. <laughs> I'm like, here, these are about to burst into flames. They're yours because you said you would take them. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's it's still greenwashing. And it totally is. And it's really unfortunate that we have to nitpick one of the keynote segments that was by the two women that were on. I mean, so it's great that Apple does all that, but it's the details of it are super boring. Give me a goddamn new iPad mini instead. Because <laughs> obviously that's the alternative. <laughs> yeah. So the only hope with that, I guess, is that since there was so little information in this long drawn out keynote with too many demos, is that mm. there will be an October event for iPads Pro and MacBooks regular and do you have anything else? Um, I don't think so. It was mostly, you know, being that. We didn't hear anything about AirPad. Air power. AirPad. Air power. <laughs> yeah, neither so, Air power nor updated AirPods with the ability to use it. Right. Oh, I guess uh, HomePod now has multiple. Well, it will have multiple timers. Caught up to 2014 or whatever Alexa yeah, came out. I don't know. <laughs> um, so that's swell. I'm perfectly happy with my Sonoses. In fact, I used my Sonoses as um, the audio, not source. What is the other? What's the opposite of this? Destination? <laughs> Destination. Sure. Why not? Um, for the keynote audio. And it was very nice. Yeah. Um, we mentioned the uh, edition went away. Um, I guess like the Hermes plus stainless sort of takes over the edition price point. Yeah. Um, and I always felt that the ceramic ones were super ugly. They look kind of toilety. Yeah, I really, I really didn't like those at all. Like, like when they made that, when they had the actual literal rose gold one, now that I, if I had, you know, 10 grand to spend on a watch, <laughs> I would spend 10 grand on that, but probably like three people bought those. Yeah. Um, and there was no re-mention of group FaceTime. Um, and mm. I bet that this made some time in the keynote because they probably wanted to go over Animoji again, mm. but without like the fun of uh, using it in group FaceTime, mm. they didn't. Yeah. Mm. Why... Why are they having so much trouble with that? Like, I mean, regular FaceTime has enough problems. I, I know. Why are they having so much trouble with that? Yeah. <laughs> These like we're using Skype right now and it's acceptable. Of course, we both have awesome Internet connections. 
Yeah, but still, we would prefer to use FaceTime, but it doesn't work because FaceTime right. is much higher audio quality in the event that we have to use uh, stream as backup. And yeah, but FaceTime is either awesome or completely broken. Right. <laughs> Those are the only two right. states, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which is not really... It's not going to do it. Yeah. And, you know, it actually kind of mirrors, um, like, the iTunes store on Apple TV. So, like, if you use any third-party streaming app, you know, Netflix, Hulu, or, like, AMC, Fox, you know, network television, when your connection gets crappy, you know, it steps down from 4K to 1080 to 720 to 240 if it needs to. <laughs> um, but, like, if you're watching an iTunes movie, it's like, oh, I can't uh, maintain 1080p anymore. Here's the buffering swirly. Hmm. Like, it won't degrade your experience in the name of, you know, the show Having must go on. Having an experience on. at all? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm kind of with Netflix on that one. I Like, it's annoying when the picture gets all blocky. But depending how much attention I'm even paying to it, <laughs> Yeah, watching, right? Which is almost never all of my attention. Um, right. Because, you know, I, I have internet-induced... Uh, not really. I probably actually have adult ADD, but I have not been diagnosed, so I can't say that I have that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and also, if you're using it as background, the uh, audio quality stays at full until it goes below 480p, so it has it has room. Yeah, there are lots of good reasons to prefer just getting a little crappier until you can catch up again to just halting right and if it gets <laughs> really bad disruptive. you can just pause and you know it'll buffer some right yeah you can make that decision right so yeah i bet that's that has something to do with why the keynote mm. was so boring even though that also would have been boring because we've already seen true true although i mean i feel like i've forgotten enough by now that it would it would be almost fresh again oh yeah because you know everyone made their face in june and that hasn't touched yep. it again <laughs> yep totally yeah so oh well um so i'm on vacation next week and uh we'll have that off and then we'll uh we'll come back with uh whatever has happened in the wake of the <laughs> swarm of hurricanes that are going on right now because yeah. we're watching a couple stories that look like they could develop yeah man so yeah. weather we yeah. haven't done a weather episode in a while no well tis the season indeed, indeed. <laughs> <laughs>